When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. We, it's, uh, we're in the midst of the holiday season. This comes out when? This, I mean, we're getting ahead a little bit to let people, yes. the 21st. So Christmas is coming up. Coming up. I hear, I mean, this is in, in our real time recording. I heard in our Betches Slack channel that SantaCon is this weekend. So I assume mm-hmm. SantaCon is back. It's back. Yes. I mean, it'll be over by the time this airs. It, it, it is funny that- I also it, heard a rumor that Maddie is attending. What? Oh my God. <laughs> Are you going? No. No? Is it? Okay. So I guess this makes me feel vicious old. Rumor. Vicious rumor. <laughs> vicious rumor. Right. This makes me feel old because like, it's funny that you like go, oh, didn't that just end? But it's like, no, life- Still goes even though we've gotten oh, yeah. older. We stopped going. Yeah, but it's still like clubs are still open even though I don't go to them anymore. Yeah, right, <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Lavo still plays the hits. Right. Uh, so, Maddie, are you, are you getting invited to SantaCon events and things of that nature? Yes, I was talking to Julia about yeah how my friends want to go, but I saw I didn't go last year, but I saw all of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, that does not look appealing to me at all. I, I think you should go. go. It's a New York rite of passage. Right. I think you should that, go. I think you should the, go. The I'm Have fun. I've been. Enjoy it. Yeah. I've, oh, are you kidding me? I've, uh, <laughs> all right. I, I was the fucking. Avoid the guys yeah. that, say, that talk about it like that. <laughs> I love the, the parade. I'm the mayor <laughs> of SantaCon. <laughs> Papa JT. Yeah. yeah, of course I was there. No, it was fun. It, it made sense. I, I think SantaCon, when it first started, it, it, you remember when it first started? The whole idea was there was this viral video. I think, in my mind, this is how it started. Okay. There was a viral video of a bar with all these Santas dancing. And everyone was like, wow, look how fun this looks. And then people were like, let's make it a thing. And then yeah. people, and what happens is, as things grow, you get the people that aren't creative and they're destructive. Creative, fun. Destructive, not creative, not fun. Destructive often gets, it it, it is- It's ruining the creative uh, onset. It masquerades as creativity and it's not. It's just you being a wild animal. So you get these people from Hoboken. And yes. other places. Not a good reputation day for Hoboken. Right. They come in. <laughs> they 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 seep their way into the city yes. of all fine adults. We open the like, gates. Right. <laughs> we let this these rodents into town, and that's what happens. So I, I hope I hope you should go. All right. I'll think about 
Go and just as an undercover you up reporter. Yes. See the hookups going on. See, you know, uh, give us the give us the state of the of the SantaCon Union. Right. And then there would be like the one Jew is Hanukkah Harry. Like that's fun. So I get many it. Jews. A lot of Jews. Yeah. Yeah. Too many for Kanye, he told me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Not a good mm, not- <laughs> holiday for Kanye. Right. right, Listen, uh, so I just, uh, you know, SantaCon, do it once and it's done. It's very fun. It's like any kind of holiday where you can get dressed up. Mm. But like, I like SantaCon probably maybe even more than Halloween because the idea of it is like, okay, the only other people out are people who are really looking to have fun and like drink a lot and party. And the outfit choices are like, very like you know what you have to dress up as. Right. Whereas it's, Halloween is like, what am I gonna be? What am I gonna dress up as? What does this say about me? It's like right. the outfit is like elf or Santa. It's comfortable. Yeah, Comf- you you're comfy walking in. I mean, the Santa outfit. What's comfier than that? You're exactly. you're dressed in a full sleeping bag. Um, you know the the elf, and then you know the women do the sexy elf, sexy Santa, Mrs. Claus, yes. all fun and games. I mean, to hate Santa Con is just too easy of an opinion. I agree. I mean, I think it's obviously there's there's the worst people are are there. They're the worst. But, yeah. The, the, the On the spectrum, you're going to get the worst. Right. But that's like any other St. Patrick's Day. Right. Anything like that. And if you're young and you're sitting there, if you have said the words, all my friends are married and in relationships and I'm just sitting here so old. I'm 25. <laughs> it's your fault. Right, you, you, because you haven't gone to enough Santa Con. Right. Well, I'm saying, and then you, and if, 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 if hold on, let me take it back. It's your fault if you're also saying, "Ugh, Santa Con, get a group together, get in that fucking Claus outfit, and get start drinking and having a good time, or no drink, get high, whatever you do, you, yeah. you go sober. You can go sober and enjoy. Have a great time. I, you know, I hope I see someone around. In Santa Con garb. <laughs> Someone. Yes. Not too many. Not too many. Well, I'm in the Upper East Side, so oh, I feel good. like it'll be like, I'll feel, I'll, yeah. I'll see like a little spattering of, You'll see of Santas. Probably not like where you are, probably where they're going to be everywhere. Right. I might, I, I'm leaving this weekend, thank goodness. Okay. Um, <laughs> Do they block off the roads uh, for Santa Con? The West Village, yeah. um, I, I mean, yeah, I that's saw- That's like douchebag city. Apparently. I saw a video- to me, growing when I first got here, going to the West Village was like going to mom and dad's house. Like it was like it, it, it older, was rich older, people. rich, nice, whatever. And then I saw there was one TikTok where a woman described West Village as like the new Murray Hill. And it hit me so hard. I was so <laughs> mad about it. And then I've slowly had to accept the reality that that Hudson Street is really it, it can get wild. It can get it can be its own Santa Con. I kind of think is the if I think of the trajectory of a of a post grad. So you graduate right. college, you move to Murray Hill, right? Then you start make you get a raise, you move to Chelsea. Yep. I totally agree. Then you start to make a little more money, you're right. like maybe I can do it on my own. Right. Then you get your West Village apartment. Right. And then it, you kind of get priced out. You want space, Upper East, right. Upper you West. You meet someone. You don't need to go to the bars every weekend. You move right. uptown. You go uptown. That's where nothing's it. happening. I, I would say that's yes. a very generalized, normalized New York City move. Yes. Lower East Side has worked its way into that that's conversation yes. recently in the last few years. I think that's also our generation, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think Lower East Side, a lot of people go there now immediately because they're going to do the I'm too cool for Murray Hill thing. Like right out of college, right? Like Maddie's laughing. Well, I live in East Village. So. 
East Village, yeah. That, East Village. Like, you go yeah. East Village, Lower East Side, if you're like, if you've heard the noise on Murray Hill. Right. Yeah, yeah you, you go, I'm not like, that person. I'm going to be this person. Yeah, right. I get it. Yeah. This is very inside New York. Inside New York, if you're listening and you don't know um, what we're talking about, um, I don't but, know what to say. But I, I mean, this is, this is a, advoc- we are advocating, I, I'm 37, I don't want to be at SantaCon. But we're advocating for creativity and fun and getting together with your friends yeah. on a dating podcast. If you listen to a dating podcast, if someone is professing themselves to be some sort of dating expert, which I don't think you or I have ever said. We're just no. two people with our opinions and we're going to speak vulnerably and honestly. If you're listening to another show that's saying, ew, SantaCon, blanket statement, you should think about the show you're listening to. Yes. That's a garbage is that some, opinion. Is that something you want to be a part of? Yeah, right. I, I would turn the show off right away. The garbage, easy opinion. This is kind of a theme for today's episode. Because yes. there's other emails here where we're talking about easy opinions. That are garbage. Garbage. If it's easy, start looking in the mirror. Why is this so easy for me to believe? Is it just easier for me to not deal in the gray? Right. Or am I the problem? It's me. Turn As the great Taylor Swift once said. said I got a couple before we get started, because yes. uh, we have an update. We have an update. Great update. Recent update. Sometimes the content gods shower us with good tidings. And today <laughs> is one of those days we are pre-taping. Like Christ- the beginning of a Christmas song. That's right. This is our Christmas gift. We have yes. received, the UF podcast has received a Christmas gift. Yes. Uh, before we get to it. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give another, give a gift to us again, because this is one listener. Yes. Came in hot. We even, we, uh, this and all happened very quickly. Maddie, on the move. Yes, we're making, we we work quick here. Very little red tape. We right. Get it, we get it done. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's a Christmas, it's a, it's right now when this airs, it's Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah, it's Happy Hanukkah to you. Happy Do Hanukkah. Hanukkah family or not Hanukkah family? Um... Like my fa- like growing up. Would you do it? Yeah. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. There's so many of us. It was like everyone got gifts every night. Not every night, but you'd get right. you'd get some gifts. It was like a thing. Hanukkah was like in my house. Not a Hanukkah family. I mean, we did it. Light a menorah. Light, you know, light, light, light the menorah. Yeah. Won't we have Hanukkah, a horror? Yeah. yeah. Um, we would do like night. How uh, Hanukkah always was like one of these. Like it went down the hill. Like it started with a bang and then yeah. it'd be like night we don't three. Need, no holiday needs eight days. No, 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 no. All. Enough already. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing more Jewish than getting to night three of Hanukkah and going, where's the gifts That's at enough. eight? And they're like, enough already. Right. The first and the last night. But now since I'm married to a non-Jew, I have mm. to be the Hanukkah. Um, you got to hold the hold the uh, Hanukkah, Hanukkah torch. Right. No pun intended. Mm. So <laughs> I, I make latkes every year so that I can mm. just show so that I can just have, feel like I'm like in the game with the holidays. Right. No, you got to. I mean, I. That would be the. I know the, that's your. Yeah, that's why you marry the you blended marry family. Yeah, this is something I don't want to do at all. Yes. I want to be wanna lazy have, Jew. You talk about this in your in your in your stand up. Not right. the, not this special, but in general, I've heard you you say that it's very true. Like I have to be the one making sure we're doing the things. I gotta be, you know, the the head Jew of the of the uh, you know for the other person's family. Yes. Yeah, that is it, and it's any blended relationship you become this weird expert steward yeah you're totally right um so listen 
Should we get to the update? Let's hear the, oh, let's do the update. Go listen to Oversharing. I was listening to an episode. Thank you. Um, yesterday. It was really good. It was, it was really the episode where you're talking about becoming your mom. Oh, yeah. That, you and your sister talking about that. My mom uh, being terrified of my, our mom growing up. It was so <laughs> relatable. You gotta, if you go, if you haven't gone to oversharing, go listen to the beginning. It's in the beginning. It's just, it's very related. The waking the mom up at night, nothing. It, I don't care who your mom is. Yeah. The creaks and the steps. Oh, that was just, I, I, I related to that heavily. So. Thank you. You also feared your mom growing up. Okay, good. Are you kidding me? Oh, <laughs> just, did your mom hit you ever? Um, not me. <laughs> um, there were many kids to hit. There were a lot. Yeah, there were a lot of us. I was, you know, I was actually, I was like a goody two shoes growing up. I was not getting hit. Really? Okay. Other, I, other siblings. Not other, that we were getting hit, but like, right, have we right. ever like, you know, been something? Maybe. Well, now that you've admitted child services, come on in. No. <laughs> I mean, go for it at this point. Take her Take away. Take her away. <laughs> My mom would give, I think my mom did like a, a, a like had done like a, a whack. A little spank. And it was like, oh my God, who saw that? You know, like it would be like a, a, a moment where you're like, oh shit, she means business. Um, Yeah, but that's a great episode. I, I was listening to the beginning of that and I was like, oh, I've been there. Just thank you. Yeah, Mom waking up. Don't want that. Don't want, especially our mom, because she was a doctor and she was doing deliveries and she was Fucking terrifying. Talk about the guilt. Like you're like, you're ruining a delivery is kind of the way you're placing it right now. Right. Because she's like, you know, she's tired. So right. So she has to be up. And then she's. Yeah. Like my mom, I'm ruining like, you know, going to the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to make me tired. Um, also, I got shows. Okay. I, I got to bring up the shows because I didn't realize how quickly I start going on the road. Like oh yeah, this is the twenty first. Well, your little break. In, I'm taking a little break. In Boca. I'm going. To, I'll be back from Boca now. Um, because we got a Hanukkah party that we're yes. going to. That's going to be. Pumped. We will talk about it on this show. Um, and then I'm in San Diego for New Year's. That whole weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I was just in La Jolla. I know that. Okay. I'm going to be coming in with you know new material. I'm going to be coming in with you know. It's going to be a loose, fun time. There'll be a lot of crowd interactions, if I'm, if I'm going to be honest. So I would love for people in San Diego to come. If you missed me last time, come this time. Um, then I go straight to Houston, Dallas, Toronto, and Vancouver. Ooh. Yes, we talked about this. Vancouver. Right. Very excited. Very excited. Maybe Whistler. Maybe Whistler. For the worst day of the year. The worst day of the year. Vancouver, Vancouver, Vancouver. I... I'm I'm a little afraid of who's gonna come. I I have two shows in a big room, so I'm a little on edge. Calling all Canadians and people who live in Seattle who feel like driving. driving I might go up. to Seattle too. Let's oh, not. Okay, little, never mind. I'm gonna need those Seattle people Seattle later. Seattle people, stay where you are. <laughs> There's a different show coming. There's gonna be to another you. show in Seattle. Um. Yeah, Vancouver is, is coming. So let's get to the update. You ready? Let's do it. Jaredfree.com right. for tickets. You want to um, read it? Yeah, let me read it. So I so. So we got a awkward sex. What's the date of the awkward sex that this came out? It, it's today. So, yes. so it aired today, the 7th. December, December. 7th. Um, if you're a benefit subscriber, it aired the 6th. So December 7th. Go back, listen to that episode if you want to refresh. Basically, this woman wrote in that she awkward had a sex story. It was an awkward sex story. She was on her period, hooked up, took her tampon out, couldn't find a place to throw it out put it in her pot, what she thought was her pocket, 
and it was actually the guy's pocket. Yes, his jeans. They had similar looking jeans. Black jeans. Sure. Totally understandable yes. mistake. So I got this message on Instagram, um, or and then I t- I got a message on Instagram from the guy. Yes. The guy who had the tampon. The, yes, the the finder of the tampon, the <laughs> right. winner of the lucky the lucky ticket. Right. The golden ticket. You win. <laughs> uh, I'll read it. Hi guys, blank sent me the podcast where you talk about a mystery tampon. I'm the confused boy who experienced this. I found the voice notes I sent to my friends where I was very shocked and confused at why I had a bloody tampon in my pocket and thought it would be funny to share. Hopefully that format works. Downloaded from blank. If they don't work, let me know. Okay. Blank said she is fine and would laugh out loud with you playing it on the podcast. But can you please bleep their name out? Well, thanks for letting us know. Paragraph three. She has never heard these messages, so it would be even funnier. Glad you enjoyed the story, and also Magic Mike was a fucking blast. Oh, yeah, they went to Magic Mike. Yes, I forgot about that. And the most fun I've ever had, and I'm a straight dude. Who knew watching men dancing was fun as, it, as fun as it was? That's a great idea for a bachelor party. What? Magic Mike for a bachelor party? Yes. Okay. B- because bachelor parties like to be around women. Women. So yes. if you're and uh, listen, as the bachelor parties, I'm the planner. You're right? the bachelorette planner. I I and I'll bachelor parties. I'll do it all. Okay. Uh, listen, I, I I will not gender this thing. I okay. this business will be open to all. All people celebrating all, an impending marriage. Right. All affiliations. This is a great idea for a bachelor party. One year, my friends and I went. I told you this. We went to the Oscars in Vegas. Oh, that's fun. We went to Vegas. We all got the dressed. Oscars are in Vegas. No, we went to the. <laughs> We go to Vegas, we all dressed in tuxedos, went and watched the Oscars from a sports book because we bet on all the categories. Oh, that's fun. We didn't realize until we got there that Vegas doesn't do odds on the Oscars. You have to go out of- Why? I guess in America, they don't do it, but in London, I guess so. This is the one thing. So in London, they do it. So we had one friend that was our bookie who did it for us. So we ended up doing it, but but- Ten men in tuxes hanging around Vegas at like a Oscars event. To me, the Oscars, Magic Mike, interchangeable. Yes. Right? A lot of women who are into it, having a good time. Groups so, of women. Yeah. And then you get the vagina runoff from the hot men. <laughs> you get to scrape up. Right. <laughs> that, the, you know, the hot men on stage. And then you waltz in. Hey, I'm a man too. Less abs. Genius. Right. It's genius. genius so, yes. Okay. So- um, also, side note, we are on a little Xmas weekend away to Slovenia. What is this? I, they what must not go- be in America. No. So even the bloodiest of stories have a happy ending. Cheers okay. from this guy. So they're together. I'm taking. So that, he messaged right? me. I asked if she was OK yeah. over DM. And he's like, we're dating now. Oh, and she he, didn't mention that. He goes, it's not official. Right well, now it, it is now. <laughs> if you guys haven't had the discussion, I think now would be a great time. Right, put it on, and you can put it. You could play that right now. <laughs> well, she. I mean, he, we have the text between them. Do we want to read well, the text? Yeah. So them and finding out that it was on the podcast, and because it's WhatsApp, I'm assuming they're European. I think someone wrote in the comments of one of the videos we posted that they thought that they were Australian. Oh yeah, anyway, they're not. I'm getting non-American. Yeah, I don't think the Australia to Slovenia flight is a. <laughs> It's a quick one. <laughs> right. Okay. So let's read the text. Okay. You be her. I'll be him. 
How do I don't know what this is? I don't know WhatsApp. What's who's so that's her on the left because this is oh, from him. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is not a drill. Then she sends a screenshot of the episode description and um and circles the part where it describes the awkward sexual encounter. And then he writes back, "Oh my god, is it? It is. Oh my god, I'm deceased. This that is interesting. Oh, then she sends a voice note and he responds, "That is interesting. It's definitely us." Yeah, I mean. Yeah, who else would it fucking be? <laughs> I really want to listen to it together. Three laughing emojis. Um, and then he writes LOL with a voice note. And then she says, hee, hee, hee. We should listen to it together on the way to the airport. I've already listened, though. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Yes. All right, but this isn't the best part. This isn't the best part. Right. The best part is we're going to, we have the voice notes, which neither of, neither of us have listened to. We haven't heard them yet. So basically we have the voice notes of him realizing he has a tampon in his pocket, sending voice notes to his boys. Yes. Being like, I guess, describing... What's going on? Yeah. Or what? This is him pre-finding out that it's her tampon. Yes. Maybe we'll get a sense of where they're from, from right. the accent. Let's hear it. I'm glad we got to this right away, 20 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> Boys, I just had the weirdest thing. Put on a pair of jeans and there was something in my what back. What is this, Harry Potter? Hold on. So I... I <laughs> okay, so they're British. What is this accent? <laughs> Boys, I just had the weirdest thing. Put on a pair of jeans and there was something in my back pocket. So I pull it out and it's this bloody tissue. And I'm tissue. thinking, what the fuck? And then I didn't unwrap it, but it looked suspiciously like a tampon. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is this? Why have I got a tampon in my back pocket? What weird drunken shit did I do? Did I, did I take a tampon out of a girl's vagina and <laughs> fuck her? And then I think the answer is yes. <laughs> it must have been. <laughs> she's on her period. <laughs> We've had sex a couple of times this week. At some point, I bet for some weird reason, I probably it was on the side in a tissue, and I was like, oh, I'll put it in a bin for you. And then drunken stupidness put it in my pocket instead? What the fuck? I actually don't care. I'm one of these things. Like, I'm making it out to sound like I'm really shocked and disgusted, but I'm really not. It's just like, oh, it's a tampon, which I don't really care about. But that's so weird. And if it wasn't that, then I must have hurt myself and been bleeding. I don't remember that anyway. So very weird. What <laughs> Clean it up it? with mystery. my trusty tampon? A mystery none of us will ever think of again. So there you go. Bye. Oh my god. This is so much better with his oh accent. God. It sounds like he's like a scholar. It's absolutely I was the whole time I was like dying inside cuz I'm thinking this sounds like we're listening to an audiobook because he has that accent. Yes. Like it's a, like like a like a fable. Right, 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 right. right. And then I found the magic tampon in, <laughs> with a wee bit of blood right. inside of the back pocket. That was amazing. Wow. I love it. I love the accent. It's so much better told that way. Yeah, I'm never. I'm, I wish I sounded There's like a that. reason anything sounds good with an accent. Yes. Now the Slovenia thing makes a lot more sense. To this guy's credit, and we, you know, we do a lot of like uh, defending the undefensible. Yeah. This shows you men are way better about tampons right. and blood stuff than women give us credit for. Way less of an animal. Then uh, maybe it's because he's he's a gentleman, British gentleman, though. I would love to hear the same thing uh, 
from a guy from Hoboken. I don't think it's going to be as nice. <laughs> yeah, yo. so, yo, dog, yo, dudes. Some guy from Boston. Yo, fucking so. Fucking tampon. <laughs> I got this, oh, man, I was like, is this a, what the fuck is this? Yeah, this guy sounded, I've never heard anything more gentlemanly sounding a story about a tampon. Right. That should be on the com. We should put it on the com app so you can fall asleep right? to it. <laughs> right? That was amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Any other accent? Boston guy? Listen, buddy. No. Oh, man. <laughs> I found this tampon in the, my back pocket. I'm at Dunkey's. <laughs> and I'm getting a Krella. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know, like, yes, I, it wouldn't a, be. That's a very good good impression. I'm from there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you sound like off air. Off air. Yeah. I, 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 this is all just a big, you know, uh, performance. Exactly. What a beautiful. Re- we love getting the, re- you know, uh, an update. And don't I love, we? I lo- this was also just the fact that he was telling his friends it sounded so mature. He was like, I'm not. He's like. I'm not right. even that grossed out by it. It's just like a, you know, I'm just wondering what happened. Like, it was probably me. Like, he takes ownership. Totally. Oh. And- <laughs> Girl, hold on to him. This is the guy. This is, uh, I, I'm, what a beautiful tale. I love it. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows 
Let's get into our episode. Let's do you it. You ready? Let's go. You, what are we talking about today? All right. I'm going to start, and the title is, Are Men Getting Cheaper? Let's find Ooh, out. Ooh, bunch of penny pictures out there. J&J, feather, feather, and many good things. You're great, which is why I write in. I asked this question of a friend group recently, and it began a heated debate. Here's my original text in the group chat with context added for your benefit. Anyone else noticing more men willing to split the check on a first date slash take you up on your offer? I'm not sure if it's the economy or something different I'm doing in choosing first dates. This has now happened two out of three of my last first dates. All well-employed, make good money, and in short, I'm pretty confident that they can pay. The check comes and I offer. Want to split it? Never in all my born days has a guy accepted until now in my ripe (laughs) mid-30s. Some of my friends couldn't believe I offered, and some suggested that when the bill comes, I do nothing, or even ask, do you need help with that? (laughs) That's the worst thing. I think that's the worst advice that I have ever heard from a friend. Right. Um, Do you need help with that? It's not not a bag to put in the overhead. Yeah, or to to talk about like emasculating. Right. Um, Need a little help with that? Is your job not helping to pay for this drinky poo? Yeah, I can't think of anything worse to say when right. offering to pay. <laughs> I'm truly not complaining, but I'm wondering whether this is universal. Both men asked me out. The first guy, wine and charcuterie. Neither of us were interested in a second date. Mm. The second guy, dinner at an Italian place, and we were both very interested in going out again tonight. Almost a week later, but my first available. My first available. Am I finally dating some solid feminist slash equality minded men looking for a real partner? Or are these cheapskates signed? I don't even want the credit card points. It's an interesting thing. Don't they, sorry. Don't they even want the credit card points? Right. Yes. <laughs> I don't think they're being feminists. I think that the it, it is interesting. Look, to go to Plug City for a right. second, I did a whole TED Talk. Yes, I was going to say. On this subject. Great, great exploration of this exact topic. So if you haven't watched it yet, check out Jared's TED Talk. Thank you. He really does a great deep dive into this and what it really means. Right. It's it's not about this. It's about the, the greater. But I, to kind of you know ruin the TED Talk a little bit, like I wouldn't ask for things you don't want to happen. I, I understand the courtesy offer. Okay. Right. I do too. I understand the courtesy offer, but I also, you know, if if you're finding it a turnoff. If they accept. Well, it's kind of like, it's, to me, it's like, do the courtesy offer. Right. If they accept and it turns you off, don't go on and out again. Yeah. It's okay to be like, yeah. this, uh, oh, failed the test. Yeah. I always offer, but I, I feel the same. I always offer, but if I if it was accepted, I would be turned off. And I think right. that's fine. It's like, always be willing. I'm always like willing to pay. And I think it's polite to offer, but I do, I it, it sounds like it's a test, mm. but... Well, to go back to that mm. a little bit and to disagree with the test thing mm-hmm. that I brought up, I mean, the it, it, we play Red Flag Deal Breaker here. Right. And Red Flag Deal Breaker is a very vacuous thing. It is everything's perfect, one thing happens. Yes. Do you? And it's like, in this scenario... If you have a good day, it, it, it is the offer to like, hey, would you like to split it? Goes into the potion that right. becomes, do I go on the next day? All the date? different variables. Right. Yes. They opened the door for me. They were a gentleman. They were nice. They would ask me questions. I had a fun time. I laughed. He was good looking. And he split the tap. You know, yeah, like something I, to keep in mind. Right. It's yes. something. It, it, this isn't. You know, we, we love and the I game think, Red Flag Deal Breaker, but it's that's just not real to life. This is more real to life. Well, here's my other my other thought on that is like, I think the vast majority of men know that goes into your right. thought about your thought about them. Fair. I don't think it's like 
they're completely operating for, you know they've just well, they were just born so that, i do th- yeah. that so to me it's almost like if a guy is letting me pay first i almost kind of assume he's just not that interested in me well let me hit back at that because that's the confusing part she writes the whole feminist thing i don't think these guys are trying to be like uber feminist but i also understand I don't think guys are as aware, as unaware as people think or as aware as I could make. They're somewhere in the middle Mm -hmm. between unaware and aware. I do think that a lot of guys, especially if you're dealing in a city um, where you're saying they're making good money and whatever, they're also aware of like, I'm not going to push, you know, and I'm not going to be. I I think in this new day and age, you have a job, you make good money too. They're thinking that of you. Sure. And maybe it's important to you. That's why. Yeah, I mean, if I insisted, I would expect them to. Hey, would you like, but if someone says, would you like to split? And the guy goes, well, yeah, if that's something you're looking to do, I'm not going to be, because listen, we get a lot of shit. It's confusing the shit we get. So it's confusing. Oh, Mr. Big Man has to pay for me. Ooh, what do you think? You make more money than me? And it's like. Yeah, that's what I used to do. <laughs> anyone who. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, and I don't, I personally have never had that thought from. So it's hard for me to say that every guy thinks that. But like. Had, had which thought? Had the thought of like that I'm, you know in a sense, you know, mansplaining okay. by taking over the bill. I've never felt that way because I enjoy yeah. paying for someone. If when I ask them out, that is part of me asking them out. Well, here's a scenario where you where you should split it. Let's let's pretend right. bill comes. Oh, hey. let me I can. Why don't we split it? No, no, no. I got it. I, I asked you. Uh, this was a blast. Are you Thank sure? You for coming. Absolutely. OK. That's, that's then it. you don't have to do it. But if I'm like, no, actually, I really insist. I really like I, I you do not have to do this at all right. here. Let me. And then they put they put their, their if you book, you got the, the card out of the wallet and you put it on the table. I've pushed. I it. would let someone split. it. I would. Uh, I, I could understand why someone would let someone. <laughs> right. I've pushed that card away. OK. I've said, nah, that's not how it's going to go around here. And and it's not even. To me, it's just right, like but I'm saying, uh, I wouldn't fault you if they got it out right. and they put it on the check. I wouldn't fault you for saying the thing. That's why I do the courtesy offer. Right. And then I don't insist. Say it again, because I think that's a good exercise for people. What? The way you said it was perfect. Like, and uh, how to... Check, here. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, why don't we split it? No, no, no. I got it. I, Are you I sure? Asked you. Absolutely. Don't worry about it. All right. Thank, thank, you you ver- thank you very much. There we go. Done. Are you sure? One eye, are you sure? There we go. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's the idea of men being cheaper. I think men are just also... Here's another thing. They're going on more dates than they were. That's true. That's another, I think, large part of it. Right. I think a lot of men go on a lot of bad dates and they're kind of, and I think if you or go on a date, fine dates and probably the what percent of them are they like interested in seeing again, maybe not that high. And then eventually they're kind of like, this is actually taking quite a monetary toll. Right. <laughs> it can. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm there with them. I mean, also her being in her thirties, like to me, like that kind of makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Guy's been in the dating game a while. Yeah. You know, I get ready for dates and I'm I'm like, I'm a, what, what am I doing? I've been doing this for years. This is ridiculous. You know, you go, you go, I've been, am I still in this game? I'm going to go on a first date. What am I, a fucking child? And you go and you're like, so I can understand where it's like, you've been through this before where you're just like, yeah. I, you want to pay? Sure. Uh, sure. Right. Also, and here's another thing. It's like, from the guy side of things, I can understand someone going, and this is, I wouldn't want to date this person okay. personally. 
But there is a thought of like, I got to let pe- let her know that like, this is kind of, I think some guys. Got to let her know that she's not in store for us, <laughs> for me paying for everything. Right. I, I, I got to be okay with what I can do for the whole of this. Like I got to be sure. who I am. Fine. And I, you know, I think there's an element of that where it's like, I got to let, and, and I don't know that to me, that's a little bit too much on a first date to be like, I got to let this woman know that eh, well, that's, ain't no me, free lunch. You know, that's like farting loudly on a first date. To I totally me, agree. Where it's like, yeah, maybe that's who you are, but I don't need to like, it's okay. That right. we put our, but our, our best foot forward on the first date. Right. I don't think many people are like who I'm on, who I am on the first date is who you should expect for the entire rest of our relationship. That's why right? I wouldn't want to date that person. That sounds like someone who's dealing with a lot of pride and ego issues. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. We're going off of this one woman sure. sample size. I don't, Which I don't. is two people. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know if two people a men are now cheaper storyline makes. Right. Um, so, yeah, I would. I mean, again, it's possible, but I don't think I don't think the sample size is large enough. And I think with the first guy, he wasn't interested in you just like you weren't interested in him. And he was kind of like, that makes sense. I'm not for really a split. Tr- we're both, I'm not really trying to impress her. Let's just split it. Right. And shouldn't be offended by that. And then the second guy. um, Maybe again, there's a whole host of reasons someone could could not. I and here's the other thing: okay. when you're the best part about turning thirty is you know what you like, you know what you don't like. Yeah. So, I think for you're you're a thirty year old woman on the date. It's nice that you know, yeah, kind of a turnoff that he didn't pay. Right. You have to understand that there are men that are learning things about themselves too on the other side of that date. Hey, it kind of feels good to split the first date. I've come to I've come to terms of knowing that might turn women off and honestly don't care. Right. You know, and I think and some women won't care either. Right. So, so I think you're getting uh, a you know, in your 20s it's almost makes more sense for the guy to pay. Got to impress her. I don't have much else. You know, I don't have the job. You know, I'm not set in my career. That I'm 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 going down the the theory tunnel yeah. of my brain because I'm thinking of like in your 20s you're like pay for the first date this is look I gotta show that I'm 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 a man I'm I'm you know <laughs> that I'm I'm more than this you know job title I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be this type of guy I'm gonna be you know you're living in the land of dream world and I'm trying to impress someone right you're, you're living a little above your means here right yeah. 35 you're like nothing to prove nothing to prove Che had a great joke about that Michael Che, when he first, I remember years ago, he had a joke about like, you know, uh, like it was about sex and just how getting older he's, you know, he's not worried about, you know, coming quickly or something. I think that was what it was. I don't know if you know if it was uh, 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 the way he said it, but he was like, he would end it with going compliments to the chef. <laughs> but I'll never forget that was the, the 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 fun line of it. But it was like, it was the idea of like, you get older, you go, yeah, this is me. Good for, you know. Yeah. And it's again, if this if if her is like, I want guys to pay for the first date, no issue. And if a guy is like, I don't really think that's important, maybe you're not a match. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. 
access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's do it. You ready? Yes. Hi, J&J. Thank you for this podcast. As a late 30s divorced woman who recently started dating after being married for 16 years, your podcast has given me great advice and much needed laughs. Anyways, I have an awkward sex story saga for you. Okay, it's saga. You know you're in for Here we go. some reading. Buckle up. My stepsister and I live in the same smallest city, 300,000 population. She got a divorce about five years ago, used a variety of dating apps, had some fun, and eventually met her new man, who she married earlier this year. We didn't really talk about her dating life all much, all that much while it was happening, since I was being super judgy and being the quote-unquote happily married woman that I was. How the tables have turned. Right. Look at that. Well, I guess that's the reason she was being... Judgy, Judgy, she's unhappy in her life watching someone be happy. Someone who did it a different way. Right. Fast forward to the summer. I'm going through a divorce. She's married to her new husband. After having a heart-to-heart and apologizing for being such a judgmental asshole to her while she was enjoying her single life, we've become a lot closer and more open with each other. She encouraged me to get on the apps and start having fun, which I did. About a month in, I matched with a guy. Let's call him A. We go out for drinks. End up hooking up. Later, he requests to follow me on IG. While looking at his profile, I notice he follows my sister. So I, of course, immediately text her and say, hey, how do you know A? She responds, oh, we hooked up a couple times a few years ago. Sex was A+. plus. A+. plus. Wow. Whoa. Love that. What a review. We like those types of reviews on our Spotify and Apple. Yeah. Uh, We had a good laugh about it, the overall awkwardness of the situation, and agreed about the quality of the sex. Seriously, she wasn't kidding. 
But hey, I bet you this guy wishes you used his real name. <laughs> yeah. And last, first right. and last. <laughs> Put my social security number on there. Uh, but hey, we're close in age and always had a similar taste in guys. The dating pool here isn't that big. Not out of the realm of possibility. A couple weeks later, met another guy through an app. We'll call him B. We had hooked up a few times when I went to show a friend his IG, and lo and behold, he also follows my sister. Wow. Same. Small town. <laughs> this is small town. I hope everyone's showering. Uh, <laughs> same. Protection. Right. Same damn story. We laugh, make jokes about being double Eskimo sisters and shrug it off. A month later, I go on a couple dates with another guy, C. Real original, I know. He eventually invites me back to his place, and I, pretty, being pretty sure he's not a serial killer, agree. The address he gives me is kind of weird. He eventually invites me to his place, and I, being pretty sure he's not a serial killer, agree. The address he gives me is kind of weird in a commercial part of town, the second floor of a business. I figure it's not that weird. Lots of places have apartments above the commercial buildings, right? I get there, and he lets me in the common entrance. Hallway looks like there's other apartments, so we go into his place. It looks like a recording studio in the front room with a couch and TV set up in there, too. Kind of strange, but maybe just a bachelor pad thing. We had some uh, drinks. Eventually, we move into his bedroom where we have some of the worst, most disappointing sex of my <laughs> life. Uh, this guy doesn't want his name used. Yes, see. On, <laughs> see, on what appears to be a folded out futon. I ask where the bathroom is so I can clean up. He's so generous, he decided to come on my stomach. Ooh, a gentleman. He says, oh, well, the bathroom is the public one in the hallway. Uh, <laughs> that's not a good look for a guy. In his, right. if, if you're in your late 30s and divorced, that's not what you're looking for in the uh, no. pool. You can clean off the cum on your stomach in the hallway. Oh, Oy. Uh, that's when I realized I didn't see a kitchen either. This was not an apartment. He was living in his office. He explained that his mom lived close by. So he goes over there to shower. So after cleaning up with the dry paper towels he provided, I drive home so I can shower off the sticky mess he left with me. Seriously rethinking my life choices. Next day, I text my sister to tell her about the awkward encounter. She says, oh, my God, is his name C? Yes, my friends, three times in the span of three months. Wow. This sister had a time. I mean, they're both having taste. a time. Yeah. Similar taste, yeah. right? So now I make sure to run by guys by my sister first or find a way to be like, oh, also, here's a picture of me with my sister. I did eventually tell each guy, hey, I think you know my sister. Their response, their response is A, oh, yeah, she's good people. <laughs> Seemingly unfazed. Yeah, that guy's fucking got the fuck stick. Uh <laughs> B, seemed weirded out a little bit for a bit, but he got over it, LOL. C, freaked the fuck out and thankful, and I thankfully never heard from him again. Yeah, C's worried now the, the word's gotten around about yeah. his shitty sex. Well, she could have avoided it if she had just asked for references. Right. <laughs> this is why you ask. Anyway, sorry for the long story. Hope it made you giggle. Thank you for all you do. Serial step Eskimo sister. This is a great... I like this a lot because I feel like it just goes to show you that every city... Everyone has a complaint about their New York. Too many right. options. <laughs> Terrible to date here. Yes. A small town. Everyone I have sex with has had sex with my stepsister. <laughs> Which problem would you rather have? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, it's, it, it is kind of sweet. Kind the story of, yeah. a little well, yeah. bit. It, you know, it's sweet because the stepsister wasn't like interested in any of them or had, wasn't currently seeing them. They're right. divided. She's, she's married. married. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so she's like out. She doesn't have any skin in the game. She doesn't really care. 
But it might be weird, I think, if she were like dating one of them, right? Absolutely. Yeah. The, it, because she's married, it kind of has the feeling of, here, take my old men I used to use. Right. Right? Yeah. Use I didn't these want old them. I didn't like them enough to date them, but right. maybe you'll like them. They'll get you back out there, <laughs> right. kid. Well, you it know? looks like that's all she seems to be looking for. So I guess it's fine. Yeah, good for that. And it also makes sense that she was judgmental of her stepsister. Yeah. Because she wanted the same thing. Right. Wanted the same thing. And also, like, your stepsister is like out there. Like she is out on the town. She is having fun. I respect it. I love it. And now she got to have the same experiences. I and good for you. I mean, I'm sure she's hoping to like find one that hasn't been with her. Yeah, with her I think this would be weirder if it was her non-step. If it was her real sister. Interesting. Don't yeah, you think? I do. Th I do think that. Like, if There's I a level level as your adult stepsister is really kind of just like a friend almost. Right. Uh, yeah. I I told you the story here. About, um, I was on a dating app and I messaged this on Hinge. So I matched with someone. Okay. So I think I liked their picture. Then we, you know, they have to accept your like. Yes. And their first message back was, hey, um, I'm a big fan of your comedy, but I've been with your brother. So. I've been with your brother. Yeah. I've, I've hooked up with your brother. Okay. I think I'm not wording it. Whatever. Specifically. Yeah. And, um, uh, but so just like. Guess it won't work Why out. Why even swipe right then? Right. It was annoying. She just wanted you to know. I guess. She's already had one of you. Right. <laughs> I've tasted the free boys. <laughs> and I've had enough. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. You don't have to do that. And also, it did make me a little bit like heebie-jeebie a little bit. Right. I didn't like like yeah, the feeling. Weird. It's yeah. a little weird. You know, you're like. It. Yeah. You know, I didn't need to go. I, I didn't ideal. need that. Not a, yeah. You sometimes you don't need your mind to go down certain roads. And I think with a stepsister versus you know not real sister, but like right. like you know, you know full. You know, you know more than anyone. Sister, yeah. Is there yeah, a stepsister that you would be like okay with this? I don't have any stepsisters. I what, just have what, siblings. Ha oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I, half is half is. is I'm an idiot. Same. We the, have the same mom. So same dad. mom. It's a, still weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, I think still weird. I fucked that up completely. Okay. I, stepsister, I was like. Step is like, um, like if your parents oh, yeah. and if, you, if two people get married and they each have their own kids from separate marriage, right. marriages. Right. Step by step. Yes. Day by day. Like day that, by day. That old. Uh, that old TGIF show. sitcom. Yes. With. Suzanne Summers, maybe? Suzanne Summers. Was it Patrick Warburton? No. I don't remember the guy. Who? Pat, what was the dad's uh, name? Big old fro of hair. The step-by-step -step dad. Patrick Duffy. I don't know who that is. He's been, he was an actor. Is he alive still? Yeah? Yeah. Still got cool. that head of hair? Uh, it's more of like a gray flow situation. But, this one but he kept it. Good, Good for, for him. him. Right. What would you call this one? <laughs> Just a big old good for him for Patrick <laughs> Duffy. Um, I call this uh, riding the village bicycle. Okay, I like that. Not, not exactly sexually empowering. No, but not I at enjoy all. It. I mean it in the most complimentary ways. Does it sound bad? I don't know. I had a little bit more of a positive spin. I had family comes first. Ooh, yours is much better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I I had a different one. My okay. maybe this is better. The the two seated bicycle. Okay. Everyone gets a ride. Yeah, this is a, you know. Yeah, you're right. It's no <laughs> it's good. A, it's a little non-sex positive, but take we'll take it. Take me away. 
internet, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> it's all yours. I'm sorry. You're right. It's not right. Uh, Maddie had some ideas. Sister, sister, the prep sister, step ahead sister. All good. All step good. Ahead. I, I, I like, like that. Uh, step ahead. I liked yours. That's family comes first. Family comes first. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. We have another email. I'll read it. That's right. We This is an action-packed episode of the You Up podcast. You listeners are getting your money's worth today. Exactly. Dear Jane Jane, I'm a huge fan of the show and total overthinker, so I love being able to put my, my brain on the shelf twice a week and listen to the pod. You're welkies. I'll get to it. This is something I've experienced firsthand, and it's also talked about on Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's the dynamic slash action of lightly flirting with another person who is also in a committed relationship. For context, about a year out of college, I was with, out with friends. My boyfriend of two years was not out with us. We met up with a group of guys some of my friends knew. I didn't know anyone in the other group. My friend and I were chatting with this guy for a while. In the conversation, it had come up that he had been with his girlfriend for four years, and I had mentioned my boyfriend as well. He and I hit it off and through the night out, talked a lot, sometimes in a group and sometimes one-on-one. -on -one. We talked about our significant others a bit as well. The next morning, my friend made a comment about us hitting it off, and after thinking about it, I realized I had been a little flirty. I have never cheated and had zero intention of doing anything that night. However, I think since we both knew the other was in a committed relationship, it felt safe to be a little friendly slash flirty. If I was single and he was not, I w wouldn't have been that friendly as to not give him the wrong impression or lead him on. The same goes if he had been single and I was not. It only felt safe because we were both in relationships. That boyfriend and I eventually broke up because I had to move cities for my job. Since then, I've been conscious of this dynamic and seen some friends fall victim to it as well. Okay. <laughs> victim. victim. Recently on a bachelorette trip, a married friend of mine hit it off slash was slightly flirty with a guy we met out who was also married, but that was it. To bring it back to curb your enthusiasm, Larry complains that this is what Cheryl and Ted dance and do with one another because it's safe. When I saw it, it talked about on Curb, it made me think of you guys. So what do you guys think? You guys are also Jews. Um, <laughs> is this something that is true and that you've seen before or more obscure? Are Cheryl and I terrible partners or is it harmless? Excited to hear what you think from a pondering betch. Right. Pondering betch, also a nosy betch. Um, <laughs> at the bad, at, she, she writes. Fall victim. Uh, yeah, she's uh, fall victim. She's at a bachelorette party and she goes, I noticed a married friend hitting it off. Like, right. Well, she's trying to like discover a phenomenon, which right. is like. Eyes in your own paper, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back off. Yeah. I, I Listen, I. I find nothing wrong with this. I mean, you could yeah. speak to this more than I could be. You're in, you're married. Yeah. You do talk to, do you find yourself in more 
comfortable conversations with other married men? I, I don't even know how to pose the question to you. Yeah, I also find nothing wrong with this. I think it's kind of like if you're out, you're you're going to be social. Right. And like it doesn't again, I don't know what she says. Hit hit it off is like I don't know what that term means. Like we're having having fun talking. Well, I guess it sounds like she's single now. They found someone to talk to. Found someone to talk to, right. Yeah. I, I guess she's single now, so she's looking back at people who did, you know, mm-hmm. who did I have a nice conversation with? Like, I, I think a right. lot of people do this when they become single. They go, oh, I did hit it off with that person. In retrospect, right. like, we did have a nice conversation. Yeah. I think these interactions are only as dangerous as the weakness of your relationship. Right. Like, if you are, like, happily in a relationship and you're out and you're having, you can have a, you can have a, a, a fun, funny discussion with anyone, with anyone mm-hmm. while you're out. If, if you feel like secure and good about your relationship, if you don't, that's where it gets more dangerous. Right. I, I also believe, and I've have a name for, I've called the girlfriend confidence. Okay. Men are easier to deal with when they have a girlfriend and deal with f- to who? To women. Okay. You know, it's like a it, less threatening, it, less threatening. Yeah. They're, you know, the, they're, they're the, 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 uh, the claws have been cut. You know, they, they've um, because they act more like themselves. They act like, you know, they're, they're, they're you not know, trying to creep. We're not trying to creep. They're, there's nothing there's you know, I do think single men and I'm not saying that I, I this can teeter into the world of danger. But it, like guys go out to meet women and have sex with women, Okay, you know, and why do guys in relationships go out to talk to women and see if they're, you know, this. <laughs> Guys in relationships go out to, to hang with their friends. That stuff is off their mind now. Right. Like the the idea, like no man goes out to go dancing with their boys. Right. That's something you hear from women. Oh, I just want to go dancing with my girls. That's not a, a, a and I. That's not something men go out to do. They go out to and so I and I will say this: when you're in a relationship, you're like, and I see this from friends of mine. You know, they you see them. More before, you know, earlier on, like when we were younger, Mm because you'd still be going out in these like group big settings. Yeah. And you go, you'd see them like you could see the idea of like, do I still have Have the ability to talk to women? Yeah. And that's kind of fun because it's for sport. And I think that I think women have that too. too. Yeah. Yeah. Do I I still have it? Do I I still got it? Can I still get into the club? (laughs) Um, Right. Yeah. And and I think there's attention feels good for anyone. Right. And yeah. what you're doing is it's two people that know nothing's going to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's two people that are having a nice conversation. You're talking to a more realistic version of the man. So it's easier to like hit it off. with Right. Them. They don't have this like, you know, like this. There's not this veil of like, if I, am I going to give the wrong impression or like. Absolutely. Is, it, is there is there something more going on here? When you go out and you're single, there's a you're you're performing a little bit. Yeah. And with well, everyone these, knows like what the is it like acceptance or rejection? And there's that's taken out of this. Team. Right. So it's understandable that like two people who have no thought of acceptance and rejection would go, wow, I feel so much more comfortable right. around that person. Also, no one else really wants to talk to those people who is right. single. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ring on the finger out of my face. Right. You know? Yeah. It's, I think that's <laughs> like also or like which of the girls are single. Yeah. Which right. of the girls Who's are single. single? Right. right. I'm not you're not trying. If you're a single guy out there, you're not trying to like uh, spend an hour into a conversation with a married woman. Right. And I and uh, no. Right. No, I am I'm not. Trying to avoid that. Get yeah. out of here, you old hag. 
Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like when you see married women like post thirst traps. You're like, it's over. <laughs> I'm already up. unfollowed. Yeah, we're out of here. Yeah, no, I, I, it is interesting because, and I, you see men in this situation. I know when I've been in a relationship, like you start talking to people and I do know that when I became single, you go, man, who did I talk to that was easy? Right. And I think that's what she's doing. Yeah. I think she's going back through the Rolodex of conversations that she's had and she's going, you know, that guy, that was so much easier than the dates I'm going on or the people I'm meeting at bars. So this theory comes into is why she's thinking of the theory. Yeah. And it also just goes to show anyone with no skin in the game is just going to be having more fun. Absolutely. And be more fun to be around. Yes. If you're not, if you don't feel like this intense pressure to lock someone down. Right. I wish we could bottle up relationship confidence. Yes. We shouldn't create a perfume. Right. (laughs) Relationship (laughs) confidence. By the UA podcast. I'd buy it. We'll sell it to Chanel. Right. <laughs> I think Patty Stanger would be in the market. Oh, yeah, she has a perfume. <laughs> Big- in the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Let's Let's play some games. All right. Red flag deal breaker. Please keep sending yours in. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. All right, ready? Yes. They get professional pictures taken of them and their dogs to put on a Christmas card that says peace and love and belly rubs with the sign off saying love name of all their dogs. No, out. You're out. Done. If you have a Christmas card without a family, even if it's just like (laughs) you and your significant other. Right. No family. I'm out. I'm with you. Here's the thing. And the timing of when we taped this is very interesting because we were talking about those AI portraits. Yes. So there's those AI portraits where I guess you can take your picture, send it into a program, and it will make you look like you've been painted by an artist. Yes. And I you look better than you do look. Way better. And when I tweeted out that I was like, if your boyfriend... Is paying, for is paying to have his AI portrait made and he's posting on Instagram. He's going to cheat or he has cheated. <laughs> and I'm joking because I'm speaking in extremes. Yeah. But where it comes from is a very real place. This guy. He's marketing himself. Exactly. Yeah. Men don't just go, you know what would be cute? No. They go, he's you know what would be fucked? <laughs> Who is falling for that? Someone, dogs, some people with dogs are crazy. I saw a woman's hinge profile. It was all dogs. I I thought I was going to fuck the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what am I trying to date here? That's funny. Whose profile am I dealing with? (laughs) It's like, it was enough. I couldn't even see her. (laughs) (laughs) So some people are like dog centric where it's like anything dog. You're a good person. You even see it with people with their dogs out in the street. They, yeah. You know, they don't even say uh, apologize for the dog when they, they do shitty so things. Fucking cute, yeah. Fuck no. your dog. Ow. I'm so sick of people with their dogs that are u- being used to hide their mental illness. 
Even just peace, love, and belly rubs out. Right. No. Yeah, I don't know. I'm out on this. Okay. You go on Even a- when someone... I'm sorry. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Even when someone's like, I'm, you know, the I'm, you know, fucking Chewbacca's mom. Out. I just... I, I just... It's enough already. Yeah. It's enough. It's not a child. It's, it's I, just a dog. The child thing, yeah. I, the child thing is like, it's also like, I got to meet the dog too. Also, I gotta how like many dog. dogs do they have? Name all of their dogs. It's a lot of dogs. All of their dogs. All means more than two. The hair. Right? Yeah. It's a lot. The walking. Hey, can you walk it for me? No. So no <laughs> teachers, no dogs. No. I'm okay. The dog, I could get a lot. I got it. It has to be just like, there, not like part of your personality. I just don't understand. You can't be, if you're out there being like, oh, I love adventures and traveling and my dog, One I don't know these, how you're doing it all. Right. Something's off. You're either bad at dogs or bad at adventures. That's true. Can't be everything. Pick a lane. All right. You go <laughs> on a normal first date in a ran, on a random day in December and they show up in an ugly Christmas sweater. I know, I have a feeling I know what you're going to say to this. And... There's a piece of me okay. that I would say the same. You're into it. I'm out on it. Oh, you're out on it. It's. I. I, I think if I was 27, my answer is different than 37 today. Now you're out. Now I'm out. I'm like, what are we doing? But I guess I'm. I, it would I'm depend, into it. They'd have to explain it. I need it. Yeah. Did you come from a Christmas yes. party? I had my holiday work party. Don't mind the sweater. And I guess it takes a lot of confidence to just show up to a date. Right. And just be okay with that. I, I was thinking that you'd be like. Out, out immediately. Yeah. I would with like, if they're, they don't explain, if they walk in as if it's just normal. <laughs> right. Then I'm out. Mm-hmm. If they walk in and they're like, I know you must think I'm a ridiculous. Right. Them, I've got this sweater on my, it was like a whole work thing happened to be today. I feel really weird about it, but right. here I am. I'd be like, okay, that's funny. Would you worry that and they're not taking it, it seriously? Yeah, I would think I would def- definitely be in the back of my head. Like, if they really cared about this date, might they bring a change of clothes? Right. Um, <laughs> potentially. You can, if it's the ugly sweater too, you can like just like, I, I, I kind of think of yeah. that as like a one time wear, throw it in the gar, you know, give it right. to a homeless person on the way here, you know, yeah. like. If the context explained it in some sort of rationalized way and they were a little embarrassed, I'm okay. Half of the stuff is like, are you embarrassed? I need someone to be embarrassed. Right. You need a little shame. Yeah. A little shame in your coffee. You're a maybe? I guess it would. It also depends what the ugly sweater is. If it's legit from mom's attic, I actually respect it more than okay. off the rack. Now there's this like Forever whole industry of ugly sweaters. Yeah. If they, bought, if they paid for it, then you're out? Yeah. Okay. I think if you paid for it, I'm out. If it's like, ho, 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 I'm the ho. Oh, no. Like shit like that. Absolutely not. No. All right. Last one. They refuse to kiss you at midnight on New Year's Eve because it's cliche. Ugh, this person sucks so much. Awful human being. Terrible. Awful. This yes. is like, it's 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 a little doth protest too much. It's worse than hating SantaCon. I. <laughs> you can't kiss on New Year's. Right. Like you're not fun. Right. You can't get into this. Every so many things are birthdays are cliche. Everything. New Year's Eve right. kisses are cliche. Valentine's Day is cliche. Where does it? That's the whole like. It's okay to be a little corny sometimes. Absolutely. I mean, where, I'm not. I'm not a corny person. I think it's okay to be corny. I wouldn't describe either of us as corny. No. 
This is the coolest, hippest podcast exactly. in town. <laughs> I, we do say so ourselves. Right. I, I, yeah, I don't, I just, I have to wonder, like, if not this, what do you do? What, when are you fun? Is everything annoying to you? Yeah. And then also, like, you're going to be the person, the couple at the New Year's Eve party and watching everyone else kiss. Looking at you. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I right. don't do that. If you got someone to kiss, lay a fat one on them. That's also just an example of it's weirder to not do it right. than to just do it. You don't have to make out with someone, but you're not going to, like, I totally. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, the alternate, like, I mean, like, listen, I've spent enough. I've told the story here. Three, two, one. Yes. I, uh, counting down while on a toilet so I can avoid <laughs> this, this, like, who do I kiss? I don't want to kiss like a friend I met I, that night. That, yeah. yeah. Get yeah. me to the toilet. Yeah. I'm Hide in there. in there until 12, until 1203. You can come out. Right. Everyone's done. How'd you, how'd you spend 2022? How'd you ring in the new year? Well, I was hiding on the bathroom toilet. Well, they say that so I wouldn't have to worry about kissing a, a stranger. The way you spend New Year's is the way you spend the rest of the year. Ah, they would be right. I Look poop a lot. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> we solved dating again, Jordana. We did it. Great episode, if I do say so this myself. Is a great episode. Lean. Yes. We started with a lot of stuff. That's true. We just lean cut. episode. We're just cutting. We're trimming the tree, as they say. <laughs> Happy That's Hanukkah. Right. Happy Hanukkah to you and yours. Yes. And happy, or this, the next one comes out on Christmas. Yes, we'll be back on Christmas Day to celebrate with you guys. Ho, ho, ho. Bye. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.